0: Okay, so here's me trying to process my life. Um, and I guess I'm trying to process it because there's always that temptation. There's always a temptation to feel like you, you aren't doing this, so you need to do this. And I'm kind of that temptation is a little bit, I think, I think in some ways is a little naive, right? Because in some ways it's, it's following the culture that says, oh, you don't have this, but we have this. And in order to get this, you should pay us money so that you can have this thing too. And, you know, it's just like, it seems like our culture is so wrapped around this idea that you can pay money for anything that you want, right? You you can solve all your problems by just having more money in order to pay for a solution to that problem, right? And i kind of... Interested. I'm kind of fascinated by this idea because I guess for a long time there, there was a part of me that was—not a long time—but there was a time in my teenagehood. You know that time when you're questioning everything, and there was a time when I was kind of a Christmas hater. I was a Christmas hater a little bit because all I saw was was the outside stuff, right? Like the stuff where everybody just wants to take advantage. How much people love Christmas. And they just want to take people's money from them so that those people can feel like they're celebrating Christmas by paying this amount of money. And there was a part of me that just felt a little extra like, this is ridiculous. Has anybody ever clued into this this thing, this marketing thing, where people just take advantage of people during holiday seasons to just, like, get them excited about trying to spend their money for the reasons that they say? You know, like, has anybody ever, like thought about this a little bit, you know? And so there was a part of me that was like, you know, I'm done with that, right? Like, I don't have to celebrate Christmas because at that point in my life, I was just kind of more in this mentality of eco-friendly stuff and less of the mentality of anything to do with religion and, and things like that. And I was just kind of more in this place of like, you know what? It's more important to lit me for me to live true to what what I can gather than for me to just listen to what other people think I should be doing and just do that, right? So, I was going counterculture to this christmas for a little bit there. For like a year or so. I was like, I'm not going to buy presents for people. I'm not going to, you know, like I'm just not going to, I'm not going to sh- buy anything, right? Like, so anyways, so then I just kind of thought, you know what? I think well, I know what I think now, right? Because after coming to an understanding of what what this really meant, what this season really meant before anybody attached any dollar prices to anything, right? And and that was a tender moment for me to really understand what what is Christmas, right? What is, why is Christmas even a thing? What is the history of Christmas, right? And then to really realize, oh, oh, this wasn't is like what people are trying to make it today, right? Like, this has nothing to do, you know, with, with the craziness that goes on when it has to do with people feeling stressed and all of this thing attached with something that was actually originally supposed to bring peace and hope and, you know, like a bright future for people, right? And so... I'm trying to get back into that, right? I picked up a book recently that I still need to find. I lost it. It's probably like behind a couch or something. But it's Mitten Strings for God, and and basically this author started her authorhood basically by writing Christmas letters to people. So, you know, she just kind of would write her thoughts and then she'd send them to people. And then she got so many requests for her for people to send them her Christmas letters that she just kind of like wrote it into a book. And it's just really fascinating because she basically starts off her, her Christmas letter with this idea, like, what if instead of us feeling like we need to be some kind of person that does more and more more and, and packs in more and all of this kind of thing, what if we could actually go counterculture to that? But she didn't even say it like that. She, did, she wasn't just trying to make people go counterculture, just to go counterculture. She was mostly just trying to say, like, well, couldn't we think a little bit extra hard about how we could design our lives in a way that's just a little bit more intentional with what we actually need for ourselves and for our families, and like what is actually needed to bring more hope and peace into our lives. And how most of the time, if not all the time, those moments of hope and peace with our families have nothing to do with a dollar amount, other than maybe the basics of having enough clothes. That, that keep us warm and having a home that keeps us, you know, taken care of and and having food that, that we can enjoy together, right? But those moments of peace and hope, like, they're actually brought about by simple things. They're not brought about by, like, hardcore pushes and rushes to to get this or that or whatever or uh, make the most idyllic scene of, of whatever around a Christmas tree or you know, or or feeling like a a jam-packed calendar, right, for whatever, however many weeks or whatever a person's expectation is. Like, those aren't, like, recipes for hope and peace success, right? Like, I know for me, I felt the greatest amounts of hope and peace when I take time to be in this, in my prayerful meditative states of living, right? Whether it's me doing some of my like yoga to Christ kind of stuff, or whether it's me doing some journaling or praying, whether it's me doing like, you know, going into the temple and, and being able to, to help people, like, you know, whether it's helping people like in the temple, like, or and. Like, even just, like, helping people at different, like, service opportunities, right? Not, and especially, not even just, like, service opportunities that are just, like, oh, come to the service project thing. Like, I'm talking about the service opportunities when you really take time to hunker down, time to hunker down and say, Heavenly Father, like, what could I possibly do? to be helpful, right? And then you, and then the ideas come. It's like people come to mind, different items that could possibly be be passed on to them or, you know, different things like that where it's just like tiny moments, right? It's all about the tiny moments because that's what I feel like how I receive hope and peace, right? It's like I receive it by those tiny moments where heavenly father just gives me that nudge in my soul because he's here right with me in my spirit, in my temple, in my body, right? And so he gives me that tiny little nudge and I'm like, oh, there's a little moment for me to pass on a little hope to someone, pass on a little peace from the Prince of Peace, right? Or, oh, here's a little moment where somebody's wanting to reach out to me and pass on a little hope and peace to me, right? Like, And and those those tiny flutters of butterfly wings really do cause earthquakes of, like, of being able to, to overcome certain, certain hurdles and certain, certain heartaches and things like that. Like, I really think that's what this is all about. It's not so much about the materialistic consumerism, whatever, that has been somehow attacked onto a Christmas experience. It's way so much more about, about really looking at Christmas seeking for, you know, if you're going to make a wish list, like if I'm going to make a wish list for Christmas, wouldn't I want to make a wish list of things that only God could give me, right? Of things that only Christ could give me, right? Like that he already has atoned and been crucified that, that are my gifts that I haven't have yet to have fully embraced as these gifts that are always available to me, but but what if I could take this Christmas season to really take the time to open those gifts that have been waiting for me under the Christmas tree this whole time?